0: Welcome to the Healthy Family Project by Produce for Kids, covering the hot topics in the world of health, food, and family with a dose of fun. Hi, everyone. Today is actually part two of a two part series we are doing with the awesome Holly Granger of hollygranger.com Cleverful Living with Holly Granger. So, in part one, we talked about how to find balance during the Halloween season fun about fun healthy treats and more so definitely bookmark that episode uh, for next Halloween season because we all know how how quickly these the time goes and before you know it we'll be back to Halloween next year so in part two we are talking holiday treats and tips on making Thanksgiving and holiday foods a little healthier without really missing out on any of the taste or the fun so um, we'll also touch on balance and moderation because that's always key during the holiday season and then um, just a little background, we've, we've talked to Holly several times now. She's a close friend of Produce for Kids. We share in the same mission to create a healthier generation while achieving balance uh, with our families. So we've been working with Holly for several years now. She is regularly contributing content to our site, ProduceForKids.com, and of course helping us spread the word on important initiatives like Power Your Lunchbox. You can spot her on social media outlets with her daughters in the kitchen. They're always cooking up something fun. And this time of year is especially fun because there's an extra holiday flair added to the mix. I know most of us are still trying to figure out what to do with all the Halloween candy this episode is releasing just a few days after Halloween, but I promise it's a good time to look ahead and on to what's to come this month and what's really coming next as we enter into the busy holiday season. Um, I know if you're like me, I always find myself saying, wow, it flew by so fast. So hopefully today's information will help you prep ahead so you can sit back and enjoy the most wonderful time of the year. So let's get on with part two and jump right on with Holly. So let's move on. Thanksgiving this year. Do you guys have a treat tradition, I guess, or, or some kind of tradition that you do as a family or something you have ready um, on Thanksgiving day for the kiddos?
1: Well, we, my husband's family is in town here in Birmingham and my family is in town here in Birmingham. So Thanksgiving every year is like two days of massive feasting. And so sometimes, sometimes it's two feasts in one day. I think last year we did, we Split it and did a Thursday and a Friday, and I think the the final uh, decision is that this year it's going to be a Thursday and a Friday as well. Which means, you know, you always talk, hear people talk about, oh, you know, Thanksgiving meal. I'm like, oh, do it twice, and then leftovers twice. It just keeps growing. I love it. Um, we have quite a few kiddos between both families, and so we really try for the children to let them eat and encourage them to eat what we're eating. Um, that's always that's always the plan. And I mean, certainly from just the traditional standpoint, we may have some plain mac and cheese or some other things. We're we're pretty Mm -hmm. traditional with uh, what we eat for Thanksgiving, as far as Turkey and dressing and mashed potatoes and, and the whole bit. Um, But we usually with, with the treats, we don't necessarily go all out. Um, We'll have different types of desserts and, and whatnot, but a lot of times we'll like to play and the girls and I just since, it's, it is kind of a potluck type of meal where everybody brings something. A lot of times I'll sign up for dessert uh, just because that's something fun that the girls like to make. I mean, one year we made caramel brownies. Um, another year I'm going to have this recipe on my side. I would made a pear galette, um with like the little sparkling cranberries, and that's a really mm-hmm. nice one around Christmas as well. But just using those seasonal fruits and things that are, you know, things that are ready – and then really with the girls, um, we try to do a lot of other things. So like on my husband's side, my father-in-law, the last couple of years has made this huge scavenger hunt around their neighborhood. I mean, adults and children. And there's probably 40 of us at, at his Thanksgiving. Cause all his cousins from out of town come in. And this is like their one time that a lot of these family members get together. So we divide up into teams and Tom, my father-in-law has, drawn out like maps and oh, wow. uh, the different places in the scavenger hunt. And like you know, the last few years, you know, with technology, now we, they're photo scavenger hunts as well. So, you know, we have to all take a picture around this rock that has this whatever. And so that's been really cool as far as just a way we normally will eat. And then we did the scavenger hunt afterwards. So rather everyone kind of either sitting around and just feeling like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm so full. Or I know some. Some families will eat and be like, all right, everybody up. We're taking a walk around the block. It's a really fun way. And especially because we now have a trophy. We're getting very official. I want to come to your Thanksgiving. (laughs) But now there's a trophy and it's a race, you know. So we are grown adults with little children, I mean, down to like three years old, running around this neighborhood like crazy people, you know, trying to beat each other and trick each other out. So it's really fun. But it's a great way to like, be able to get up and move without necessarily being like it's time to exercise. Right. So types of things, you know, are really, are really fun and and just the treat of being together with, with all your cousins, especially um, the ones that they don't get to see as often. So it's, it's nice. And then usually around Thanksgiving is when we'll go shopping for advent calendars uh, and we'll do the advent calendar mm-hmm. throughout the month of December. So that's kind of our time. And then of course, you know, I'm a big Alabama fan. My husband's a big Auburn fan and that's Iron Bowl weekend. So we go straight from the Thanksgiving mentality into the whole, you know, in-state football, Mm -hmm. tailgating mentality, you know, kind of on the turn of a dime. So it, we, we go big and then it, it flips pretty quickly. (laughs) I love it. That sounds like a lot
0: of fun. So While we're on the topic of Thanksgiving, I know you have a slew of Thanksgiving recipes on your site. Just thought maybe you could just mention some of those um, just to give us some ideas and then we'll link up to those so people can go and check out some of those most popular recipes.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm actually developing um, some new ones for this Thanksgiving, just just some things that are a little bit different or, you know, a, a fun kind of swap or twist. Uh, one thing that I just put up on my site not long ago is a hot apple pie punch. Ooh, now, cool. the way it's written is um, for adults only because it is apple cider and a cinnamon liquor like Fireball mm-hmm. or one of those um, that you would heat up either on the stovetop or in the slow cooker or – heat on the stovetop, move it to the slow cooker, but it smells amazing. I mean, it just smells like, yes. fall. and when you, you know, have a mug or whatnot of that with a, a big blob, dollop blop, as I'd call it, um, squirt, however you want to do it of uh, whipped cream on the top. It really does taste like, like, you know, hot apple pie a la mode in a cup. Wow. It's delicious. And if, and you can certainly take that same concept and make it, you know, friendly for the children or for those that would choose not to partake as well, just leave out the cinnamon liquor. And, um, when you're heating up that apple cider, put in, you know, a few extra cinnamon sticks or whatnot, maybe even a little splash of some vanilla and let that warm up and then serve it, um, either with the cinnamon stick, you know, floating, don't eat it, but you know, floating or some apple pieces floating, the apple rings or slices. And then again, with the whipped cream and some, um, fresh ground cinnamon on top, it's just, it's just yummy. It's especially as it sounds amazing. Um, it's just, it's just a fun twist on, um, a nice cold weather Mm -hmm. type of fall drink, something else that that's fun on the site that does really well around, um, around Thanksgiving is my uh, oatmeal that uses leftover sweet potato casserole. And so you have the leftover sweet potato casserole using something like know, um, sweet potatoes to help sweeten it up. And those probably have some sugar and whatnot in it already. But adding that to just plain oatmeal you know, just a dollop or whatnot, and then adding some dried cranberries and pecans. It makes for a really yummy breakfast, and it's so easy. Um, and then, of course, like white chicken chili. I have quite a few chilies on the site, but white chicken chili is a great way to swap out that chicken and use a leftover turkey um, for you know for one of those meals that's just going to take you throughout throughout cold season, the chili season, and the cold season, both of right. them cold as in the flu, but yeah. Um, so those are just some fun ones. Um, but I am working on some that are more of that traditional Thanksgiving fare, and just sharing a lot of what we eat and make every year. I've, I realized last year that our family and my husband's family have the same recipes that we make year over year. Um, so I'm hoping to go in and share some of what we've had traditionally on my site, just to be able to, um, so other people can enjoy them as well. So instead of instead of keeping them all to ourselves this year, I'm, I'm hoping to put more of those out. So keep an eye out, and and the the link to be able to find those will be so easy. It will just be HollyGranger.com/slash-Thanksgiving. It'll just be you know like a landing page, right. and all the recipes will be there. So it's it's a one-stop shop for someone looking for some inspiration around Thanksgiving.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Good, I like that simple website to go to and just snag it all there and i know that you have some of these leftover spin recipes which i think is just so important because you can only eat that same thanksgiving i mean i love thanksgiving dinner and i could eat it for a couple days but it comes there's a point where (laughs) oh yeah you gotta turn it into something else
1: exactly i mean and i have some other fun ideas you know turning Leftover mashed potatoes into these little veggie and egg potato pockets. So, you know, using those for breakfast and whatnot. Um, just just some fun and creative ways to do something a little bit different. Um, because, you know, of course, I could eat a big giant turkey sandwich the next day and probably, for like you said, for a couple of days. But being able to, you know, cut down on any food waste and turn it into something like a chicken chili or a turkey chili, um, it's just just another way to kind of re- rethink and recreate what you can do. Right.
0: Okay, so moving, I guess moving on through our holidays here. So I guess we'll be, we'll have Hanukkah and Christmas and, and all of those fun things coming up. So for my girls, they, you know, watch, I think it's... um one of the channels does like a holiday movie. I think right now they're doing like a Halloween movie every day. But they do the ha- or the holiday movies through the month of December. And so, of course, they're like, what can we make to go along? You know, because they're, they're my kids and they want to theme it all up. So we do the Grinch kebabs. We use the mini marshmallows, the strawberry, green grape. Um, and the girls just really love that. So do you have any fun holiday
1: treats that are your go-tos to share? We did the Grinch kebabs last year for our um, like our, kind of our holiday party at school, and those went over so well. Those are always so fun and such a mm-hmm. favorite. Um, so it's, it's fun searching through the Produce for Kids site to see what you guys are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, one, two recipes that I paired with y'all last year, or not even two years ago, but but did in partnership with y'all were my Santa marshmallow pops and my reindeer marshmallow pops. And those are so simple. You just take, you know, a large marshmallow and can kind of coat it in a little bit of white chocolate or just drizzle white chocolate. And then you would make like for the Santa, you take a strawberry and, you know, cut the green part off so that you just sort of have the, the triangle shaped So it would sit flat, put a little bit of white chocolate or even a little bit of whipped cream that doesn't always hold as well as the white chocolate. Put the strawberry on top of the marshmallow, you know, put a little white on the top for the hat. And then you can put that like on a cake pop stick Mm -hmm. and let it dry. And those are so much fun. And same with reindeer. I mean, it's the same concept with the reindeer. You can use um, pretzels to make the little antlers. And then I always around this time of year am keeping an eye out to stock up on the little edible eyeballs, because whether it's reindeers or ghost or Santa or something, and I find them at, Michael's or Target, or you can order them online. Um, But my that just makes the biggest difference. I I, a lot of times we'll use chocolate chips, or like I was saying earlier, you know, just a little dollop of um, like the little black cake gel or decorating gel. Um, But those edible eyeballs sometimes are a riot, and the kids love them. So those are really fun. And then we we really like to play. There's some great creative ideas out there on the web around this time. And I have a couple of roundups on my site um, of what other people are doing, whether it's something, you know, Thanksgiving turkeys or different types of Santa themed items. I mean, we'll make, um, we will make candy canes where it's literally like, you know, slice of strawberry, slice of banana, slice of strawberry, slice of mm-hmm. banana, and, and shape that into a candy cane. And then I have f- some fun little pancake snowmen. So you can either make your own pancakes or even just use the frozen silver dollar pancakes and line them up just one, two, three on a plate, dust a little powder sugar, use some whipped cream to make a scarf, you know, just a little, again, chocolate chips or the little gel or whatnot to make some eyeballs and buttons. And it just makes it fun and festive. It's kind of like if you're going to make pancakes anyways, just to give it an extra little dusting of powder sugar for snow, just it's just a little just a little something extra to, to make your kiddos smile. But some of those recipes are on my site, and those are always favorites around that time of year.
0: Great. So I think we talked a little bit about this, or you talked a little bit about this throughout what you've been sharing with us so far. But um, really important and a question that we get and families have and I have, it's, you know, with Halloween candy, Thanksgiving desserts, and sweet treats, everywhere you're going has cookies and cakes. So how can we help families balance out sugar overload with healthier options? Um, I mean, of course, you don't you don't want to totally cut out candy or treats. You have to have that balance. But do you have any tips on how, you know, what's a good strategy to make that happen?
1: Oh, I, I totally know what you mean. And I have the same point of view where I, mean, I think if we try to ban all sugars or candy it it would just backfire but finding that balance so one thing and one of the moms made fun of me last year uh, at at the Halloween and the holiday party was instead of uh, like juice boxes you know or some of the I don't want to call it brands but but you know what I mean like the the juice boxes that are not 100% fruit juice Mm -hmm. um, that are that are filled with sugar that is not a natural fruit sugar that that a lot of times appear at those parties instead of serving that to go along with all the sweets, I'll serve just little bottles of water. Um, I think something as simple as making swaps just with with your drink, if it's not milk or, you know, a smaller serving of 100% fruit juice to stick with water. Um, you know, we talked about the little, uh, all the things that you can do with cheese and the cheese sticks. I think that's a really great way to br- bring forth and carry through some of those themes as far as, you know, whatever the holiday is, but with a little bit of decorating.
0: Fun. All right. Well, so last question here. So we hear from a lot of families during the holiday season that they're trying to lighten up their their favorite dishes. So we do a lot of this on our site. We look at those traditional dishes and, and not to take away from tradition, but, you know, just are there ways, easy things that we can do that keep those things the same? You still get that feeling and that comfort from the foods, um, but, you know, maybe it's a healthier swap. So do you have some go-to swaps or ideas for lightening up holiday
1: dishes? I'll do different things. And, you know, like, it's, like you said, it's kind of like you don't want to take away, but when there are times that you can make things a little bit lighter or to make a couple swaps to include more healthful ingredients. So a lot of times, you know, some of the swap-ups that I'll try to do would be ways to – either cut back on you know things like saturated fat or the ingredients that you don't necessarily want or need as much of and sometimes it's easy unless it's a baked dish where you know something that you're baking is a little bit different that's a little bit more like science but there are ways to swap that as well but I will I can I'll sometimes just cut back on the amount of butter that's called for in a dish or cut back on the amount of oil that's called for which is very basic but and very simple but sometimes you just don't need it all um, a lot of times for sugar, especially, um, I will use like, if it's something that I've created or whatnot, I'll use really ripe bananas or applesauce. Um, so some of those kind of old school ideas, or maybe I'll use honey if it would work, um, you know, sugar, sugar, but it, it would be a more natural way to get that sweetener. Um, if, if it would call for and go, go well in the dish, um, trying to think other times I will just make simple swaps as far as going from, you know, a white flour to a whole wheat flour. Mm-hmm. If it's something that might taste a little bit, you know, some, sometimes you're like, Oh yeah, tastes one way. You could switch to a hundred percent whole wheat and it, it just doesn't taste the same. So sometimes I'll just go half and half and I'll go half and half. A lot of times, you know, if something calls for full cream or whatever. And it's, It's not like I'm making a whipped cream and, you know, there, it stands for, it could stand to be lightened in that way, you know, to go 2% or 1% along with the heavier product and just kind of half and half it. So it's not taking away from the inherent yumminess of that dish, but you're just making, you know, a couple little swaps to, to change it up. But, but certainly anytime that I can power up a dish so that if it's even something like, you know, a spaghetti sauce or or a chili or whatever that is, instead of, you know, taking something out, I'll add more in. And so Mm -hmm. I'll find ways to grate carrots into it or grate zucchini into it or grate onion into it and try to add more vegetables. Um, you know, I see a lot of times where people are adding lentils or mushrooms when they're using ground beef or going half and half, which is a good way to add more veggies, um, to, to your meal without having to make really big changes. So, you know, it kind of runs the gamut. And and I just try to pay attention to a lot of times if it is, you know, if it's one dish in a holiday meal or if I'm making the whole meal, maybe it's something that is a bit more indulgent, but then making sure that there is a more nutritious option. You know, there's a salad that is really fresh or there's some roasted vegetables that are seasoned, you know, that have some nice warming spices, Around the holidays, and so that might not have otherwise been there. So that when you make your plate, you're you're getting a smaller portion of the thing that's really indulgent, and you're loading up with those vegetables and with that fresh produce. Um, And sometimes that's just as easy as cutting up apple slices. But but so it's not necessarily always taking away, but adding more and really powering it up.
0: I love that, and and that's just something I think as our team here at Produce for Kids has always admired about you is your you know, you're, I don't know what the right word is, but the balance, you know, like looking at it in a way that's about moderation. That's about, you know, I like that thought of not, you know, you don't have to take things away. Like, how can I, what can I do to add more fruits and veggies to it? You know, not necessarily m- remove things. So lots of good ideas, lots of good stuff. And and I'm really excited about your Thanksgiving landing page. I did not even know that was coming. So yeah.
1: But but I've found that the easiest way sometimes to just be able to help people find what they're looking for is to just put it all on one page with all the links. And so um, that's what I've been trying: tailgating, lunchboxes. I've been trying to make it easy for people to be able to find what they need on this site. So hopefully that your listeners will check it out and. And get some good ideas. And I always love to hear what other people are doing. So I'm, I'm definitely going to be keeping an eye on any of the comments and feedback you get from the podcast, because I feel like most of my inspiration and creativity comes from my listeners and readers. That's really where, you know, where I get the ideas and what helps to inspire what I'm going to do next. So I'm, ex- I'm excited to hear the thoughts and, and what, um, what your audience is doing as well with all of these different fun uh, holiday treats and ideas.
0: Yes, that's a good point. And we'll definitely on our, all of our social outlets, any of you listening, feel free to leave comments about what works for you, what you'd like to see. And Holly and I will definitely be checking in on all of those and, and, would love your feedback and thoughts and, and we'll be there that it's always fun to have those conversations. So, well, thank you, Holly, for taking the time out of your busy day to talk to us. I know you have a, a lot going on, um, lots of exciting things. So before we sign off, can you just tell listeners where they can find you on social media online?
1: Absolutely. I'm on Pinterest, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, the works. Um, but it's hollygranger.com. And if, if you go to the website, um, hollygranger.com, there are links in all of those places. But but I spend a lot of my time on Facebook and Instagram and, and playing and stories and the Facebook Lives and everything else. So hopefully they'll join me over there. My Facebook page is Cleverful Living with Holly Granger. But you can just search my name and it should pop right up.
0: Wonderful. Well, thank you again. And I'm sure I'll talk to you soon
1: definitely hope that we'll connect soon. Um, but it was, it was a pleasure to be able to share all of, all of the ideas with your listeners and, um, yes, happy holidays, the the run, the gamut of holidays to all, to everyone listening as well. Thanks for listening in today. I hope this episode
0: has you ready for the holiday season. Be sure to follow along with Holly on social media and follow along with us at produce for kids, over the next coming over the coming weeks because we'll be sharing a lot of holiday ideas over there. Um, don't forget we have our festive flavors ebook at produce for kids. So that's available now and it's free. You can find that link in the show notes or go to produceforkids.com slash festive flavors and snag uh, all of those recipes so you're all set for Thanksgiving and the rest of the holidays coming up. Um, And then we also have a great roundup of kids kitchen gift ideas getting those kids kids in the kitchen and we'll link up to those in the show notes as well. So in addition to helping families live a healthier life produce for kids is dedicated to raising funds for charities that benefit families and children. So at this time of year especially we encourage families out there to help other families. It's a, it's a hard time of year for those people who are, are, are facing hard times. So we encourage you to visit your local food bank or local nonprofit to find out how you can give back this holiday season. And if you can, please leave us a rating in the app store and tell a friend about the Healthy Family Project. The bigger we make this project, the bigger difference we can make in the health of our families. If you're looking for us on social media, we're everywhere. You can find us as Produce for Kids on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and Instagram, as well as YouTube. Let the holidays begin. Be sure to subscribe. Talk soon.